From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 19th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Teachers with Columbus City Schools, the state's largest district, are now on the brink of a strike after a marathon meeting yesterday got nowhere. Both sides met for a second time trying to hammer out a new contract, and talks lasted some 12 hours. But union officials say a final offer was presented to them and no deal was reached. John Coneglio is president of the teachers' union. That's not best for kids. We want to be in front of our kids. We want a fair contract. We want uh, uh, safe working conditions for our students and, uh, and, and the teachers and So we're going to continue fighting, and uh, so we're just going to keep plowing forward. Jennifer Adair is president of the Columbus City School Board. It is unfair to create this disruption, and we've brought CEA an offer that should prevent that. That is why we are asking union leaders to present this last, best, and final offer to their members and give them the ultimate say on their contract. Classes are scheduled to begin on Wednesday, and if teachers are on strike, Columbus's 47,000 students will begin learning virtually from substitute teachers. The CDC says there are 14 E. coli cases in Ohio and 15 in Michigan that are being investigated, with more likely to be reported soon. ONN's Trent Croce in Toledo reports. Food safety lawyer Bill Marler, who's working with several families affected in both states, says that there is no common denominator yet, but there are speculations of what it is, with 62% of men being reported by the CDC. Generally speaking, if it's a meat-related outbreak, males who get sick is usually 65 or 70 percent. If it's a leafy green outbreak, it's 60 or 70 percent women. When we see more of these illnesses come forward, those percentages might change. Trent Crowseed in Wood County. The CDC reports that the 14 cases in Ohio are in Claremont, Cuyahoga, Franklin, Wood, Lorraine, Lucas, Mahoning, and Summit Counties. Wood County officials say they have reported 20 cases and seven hospitalizations in their county to the state. Some may not have been picked up yet by the CDC. Bail has been set at $10 million for a man charged in the shooting deaths of four people in suburban Dayton earlier this month. ONN's Dave James has more. Stephen Marlowe didn't enter any pleas during his arraignment yesterday. He faces 13 felony charges, including aggravated murder, aggravated burglary, and a weapon offense. Victims were killed two weeks ago in two separate shootings at homes in Butler Township near Vandalia, north of Dayton. Marlowe was captured the following night in Lawrence, Kansas, and was returned to Ohio this week after he waived extradition proceedings. Dave James, Owen in News. The 1980 American League Rookie of the Year, a legend in Cleveland, is facing charges. ONN's Laura Queso in Cleveland reports. Former Cleveland Indians outfielder Joe Charbonneau is facing a number of criminal charges in connection with an alleged domestic violence incident with his wife. Police say it happened last Friday in Berea when Charbonneau tried to kick his wife and shove her to the ground after an argument. He pleaded not guilty to all of those charges. I'm Laura Queso. Cleveland's quarterback will sit out the first 11 games of the season, suspended for sexual misconduct allegations involving two dozen women in Texas. ONN's Neil Fisher asked people on the street about it. Winning is top of mind for Browns fans. Go Browns! Reaction to the final ruling on Deshaun Watson. He can't come back soon enough. I want to see him back out there as soon as possible. Obviously, I mean, as Browns fans, we want to win. One fan didn't want Watson, 
and the baggage that was coming from Houston. Yeah, I, I don't think they should have. You don't think they should have? No, no, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't for it in the beginning, no. I'm Neil Fisher. A new semester is getting underway at a big state college in northwestern Ohio with a sobering undertone. ONN's Tatiana Cash explains. There's a lot of excitement this week for Bowling Green State University freshmen Connor, Jack, and Leo as they start their college experience. Starting classes and kind of becoming my own person, finding new friends, joining clubs. On a campus still working through and dealing with a student death from a fraternity hazing incident and thoughts about Greek life vary. It's definitely a tragedy, but um, I'm still open to it. Definitely turned off for it. Say I'm turned off 100% by that. Tatiana Cash from Bowling Green State University. New research takes a closer look at the neurological and psychiatric side effects that people can suffer years after having COVID-19. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. Scientists looked at records of more than a million people who had COVID. They found an increased risk of developing conditions like dementia, psychosis, seizures, and brain fog for up to two years after infection. Those risks were higher than patients with other respiratory infections. I'm Amanda Fay. If you have an iPhone or other Apple device, you need to run a software update. ONN's Brittany Bailey explains. Apple is warning users of most of its devices to update software immediately. The tech giant warns of a vulnerability that could potentially allow attackers to take complete control of iPhones, iPads, and Mac computers. Apple is not saying how these vulnerabilities, though, were discovered. I'm Brittany Bailey. For the first time ever, Americans spent more time watching streaming services than cable TV last month. ONN's Angela Ann reports. This study came out about watching habits for last month with streaming that has increased in viewership by 20%. But this trend is kind of expensive. Disney Plus is increasing prices from $3 to just under 8 bucks now a month. Hulu also increasing costs later this year. Netflix already announced an increase in price back in January. I'm Angela Ann. And a new study says Ohio's neighbor to the north is the best state in which to spend your retirement. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. Yep, Michigan, the most affordable state for retirees, while Florida ranks as the best state overall for retirement, according to an annual study from Bankrate. Behind Michigan for affordability, you will find Tennessee and Missouri for best states overall for retirement. Coming in second behind Florida, there's Georgia, followed by Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.